Inside the Groove is a podcast which takes a song by Madonna every episode and dissects its creative process, examining the songwriting, the production and the recording. By playing you the demos, the studio sessions and isolated tracks, including Madonna's vocals, sometimes along with previously unheard takes, we explain how Madonna has been behind some of the biggest moments in pop history over the past 40 years. Welcome to a Christmas special of Inside the Groove. If you're not listening at Christmas, don't worry. The most festive we get is to talk about angels. But it is special because this is the first episode of the podcast where we do a deep dive into an unreleased Madonna song. The track in question is called Like an Angel Passing Through My Room and it was recorded in 99, possibly year 2000, but leaked online on the 15th of August 2008, a day before Madonna's 50th birthday. Let's have a quick listen to it here. If you've not heard that before, I can assure you it grows into a luscious orchestral but rhythmic ballad. It's really beautiful, I'll play more of it to you later. But what of the song itself? It's a cover version. And of course, Madonna's done a number of cover versions in the past, including Rose Royce's Love Don't Live Here Anymore and Marvin Gaye's I Want You. Like an Angel Passing Through My Room was originally a song recorded by the Swedish supergroup ABBA. Of course, Madonna would take a sample from their song Gimme 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 and turn it into Hung Up, one of her biggest selling songs ever. But the ABBA song is a track tucked away at the very end of their final, to date, album The Visitors from 1981. So you may not have heard it at all. Here's what it sounds like. Solitude 
particularly well then that may not have been quite the sort of song you expected from them. It's quite unlike most ABBA songs but then again The Visitors is quite atypical of their albums. That particular track which as I said plays at the end of the album features simply Benny Arnson, his synthesizers and Frieda Lingstad, the redhead, singing alone. It was recorded in November 1981, just a couple of weeks before the album was released. But they had attempted to record it half a dozen times since May of that year. But before we get to ABBA, why did Madonna choose this song? Well, I have the answer. On the 10th of September 2020, a podcast in the series Disinfect was published and it has a very extensive interview with William Orbit where he talks about his entire career but with particular focus on Madonna and in particular the song American Pie. And he's talking about that period when they were recording in late 1999 on what would be the follow-up to Ray of Light and turn out to be music. And he mentions Like an Angel Passing Through My Room. Although he doesn't say exactly why Madonna chose to record it, he does talk about his love for ABBA and that particular album, The Visitors. He says, I didn't care for ABBA at school, but I later had a girlfriend who was obsessed. It was the beginning days of eBay and I would get her obscure singles, so I got to know their work through this girlfriend, Tracy. He carries on. I then got to know an album by Benny Anderson made with an orchestra called Kling Up Minor Clocker which is Swedish for Ring My Bell. So, when I went to Sweden and Stockholm and met him, I was able to tell him I knew his work, and we had a good old chat. He had the most marvellous studio, with all his old gear which was beautifully maintained. He was a very, very nice man, who just loves music and makes happy music, and now I adore ABBA. So, growing up in the States, where ABBA only had a couple of hits, Madonna may not have been aware of their work, certainly not quite as much as William Orbit, so it's very likely that he introduced her to the Visitors album, and in particular this track. He says of ABBA, They did this very sad album called The Visitors when they had broken up, and Madonna covered Like an Angel Passing Through My Room and never released it. Well, she spent a lot on the orchestra, that's for sure. Indeed, there are two versions that have leaked online. One is with the orchestra and one is without. There's also an instrumental. Let's have a little listen to it here.
Now, if you're listening to this and wondering where you can hear the full version of this and the various different versions, YouTube is your friend. Most things can be found there, so do look it up after you listen to this podcast. But there's also a beautiful a cappella stroke orchestral version of this song. I don't know why Madonna never released it. It's really beautiful, and I'll play it to you at the end of this show. But I also want to talk about the sessions from which this song originate. We know that Madonna began recording the follow-up to Ray of Light in late 19. 1999 and also a few tracks for her movie at the time the next best thing and you may be aware of the song time stood still and also of course you will be aware of american pie which was the lead single from the soundtrack and was included on music now it seems that madonna was originally planning on recording an entire album with william but he himself says in the same podcast i mentioned earlier that when they recorded american pie and it was going in a certain direction he really got the sense that madonna wanted to move on and do a different sound and of course how she got together with Mirwais has been documented on the episode of music but there's a number of tracks that they recorded for the sessions that have remained unreleased and I'll probably talk about them in a future episode but I want to highlight this one which is known as Arioso this is what it sounds like Arioso in classical music is a type of solo vocal piece and it's usually found in opera. Now this track is actually based on Johann Sebastian Bach's Arioso Adagio in G and it really suggests quite a strange turn that William Orbit and Madonna were taking in their music. What we ended up with the album music was of course very different but this is very interesting again I urge you to seek this out on YouTube. Well, what about the original ABBA song from 1981? Its story is really well documented. The various versions have had edits released officially by ABBA in recent years, and also the recording process has been put together wonderfully for all of their music by a writer called Carl Magnus Palm. I've met Magnus a couple of times, and he's such a wonderful source of information, not just on ABBA, but other artists. It would be great if we could one day have a book about Madonna's music in that style. But I'm going to use a few extracts from his wonderful book, The Complete Recording Sessions on ABBA, to talk about the recording process for Like an Angel Passing Through My Room. Spring 1981 saw ABBA's Polar Music Studio take delivery of a 3M32-track digital recording system. 
It was the first such system outside the United States, and in fact, it was way ahead of its time. Madonna wouldn't record an entire album digitally until 1988 with the Leica Prayer Sessions. In the May, Bjorn and Benny started recording a number of demos, including this song. Bjorn is singing the nonsense lyrics and also playing the guitar, and Benny is playing the keyboards. And the drums are courtesy of a brand new Lindrum. Of course, Madonna would use that extensively on her debut album a couple of years later. ABBA didn't normally write songs in the studio, they normally came there with something a bit more fully formed. And on the 26th of May they had a whole set of lyrics and a different arrangement for the song, which would become known as Another Morning Without You. Here's what that sounded like. Raindrops on a window pane Stillness of a summer rain Silently Drifts through the trees Slowly dawn is breaking through Yeah, the morning Unhappy with this arrangement and the lyrics, the band would seek to their disco pass to create a more powerful, upbeat version of the song and would also have more or less the finished lyrics. Fearing that this sounded too much like their song Lay All Your Love On Me, which had just begun to ascend the UK charts, they went back to the ballad idea. Still, it was felt that the song hadn't found its natural format. Its unusual time signature meant that perhaps a more bare-bones version might work. And this was attempted next. This is pretty similar, but not identical, to the final version, which actually was recorded only a couple of weeks before the album was released. And this is what it sounds like, of course. Like an angel 
So we've made the assumption that Madonna was introduced to the song by William Orbit, who of course was introduced to the song by his former girlfriend Tracy. In the 90s, Madonna said she thought that ABBA were boring. And perhaps she felt that this version didn't quite fit her vision for the album music. In a future episode, I'll play you some more of the ones that she recorded with Orbit. And who knows what else is out there. Some of those songs have been passed to other artists to record, and I'll be covering that in the next episode, which mainly centers on the song Cherish, the third single from Like a Prayer. But for now, I'm going to play you out with the beautiful orchestral version of Madonna's Like an Angel Passing Through My Room. I wish you a happy Christmas, whatever you're doing, and I hope you can join me in 2021 as we go even further inside the groove. Images go by 